Hello, everyone, and welcome to part two of the AI Spectrum podcast on AI and NX. As mentioned in our previous podcast, we are talking to experts all across Siemens about a wide range of artificial intelligence topics and how they are applied to various products. I'm your host, Spencer Akane. Today, we are again joined by Shirish More to discuss how Siemens NX platform is using AI. Welcome, Shirish. Last time, we ended our talk by discussing how NX is pushing the boundaries of smart human-computer interaction by closely integrating human and computer work to become a collaborative process rather than merely having the explicit input of a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, that's a, that was a very good point, keyboard and mouse. But keep in mind, we are, we are entering into a world of uh, virtual reality and augmented reality, right? Wherein we don't easily have access to, to mouse or, or keyboard. So in those cases, this is a perfect example wherein if we have the smart human computer interactions going, I can just wear those uh, VR goggles or, or, you know, a meta setup and I can say, okay, NX, take a section in XY plane. And, you know, rather than going through some complicated user interactions, wearing my goggles, we can just ask NX to, to perform certain actions without even worrying about how is the user going to take a section, for example, while he's wearing a VR goggle, right? So you, you see how we are taking the desktop experience, uh, how we are learning from how users are using NX while he is designing a part to a next level, wherein if he has a process set up, if he has a command that he knows that NX has learned from his actions, and if he has a skill, and if he has a voice associated to that skill set, we can easily take it further to virtual reality and other areas wherein he really doesn't need any keyboard or mouse. He can just say, okay, NX, take a section. Okay, NX, release my design. Or, okay, NX, apply this visualization material. I would like to see this design in a shaded mode, you know? Absolutely. It sounds like this is also an important kind of first step toward that augmented reality, that new generation of how we interact with the digital world and, and computers in general. So you've mentioned prediction a few times now. So both in selection command prediction and predicting how a user will interact with a given part or model given on, based on what they've used in the past. Are there any other ways that you're bringing prediction into NX to help drive the user's design experience? That's a very good question. So there are two things happening. Prediction is a huge work stream for us. Anything that we can do inside of our design environment to speed up the overall design process is huge. And there are a number of opportunities for us wherein we can predict things. And, and we just covered two, two areas wherein like command prediction is a perfect example wherein you know that day in, day out, I, I work on such types of design. Can you pre start predicting a, a sequence of command or can you start recommending or predicting commands that I normally use and bring it in, in the front while, while I'm designing? That really speeds up the overall process. But that's an example of how we learn while user is using our software NX. And then based on his actions, we can start predicting the commands that, that he's going to use. But then there is another aspect to this whole prediction. As I mentioned earlier, when designers design their design, and once it gets approved, meaning that it's a proven design, there is a lot of engineering knowledge that goes inside of those designs. What we have started doing is we have enabled customers to extract the engineering parameters from their proven designs and then generate a machine learning model out of it. And once they deploy this machine learning model, NX can start predicting, well, you are working on an injection molded part. 
we predict that you might need a draft angle for this particular cavity, you know. So you see where we are taking prediction, you know, we are taking prediction to a next level wherein not only we can predict things based on how users are interacting with our software, but we have a way in which we can leverage their existing design knowledge or existing user knowledge, which is stored in in, in their proven designs. We can extract that information. We can learn from it. And then once the user encounters a similar context or a problem within our software, we can start predicting the parameters that he should be aware of, right? Meaning that, well, looks like this is a plastic part. I know exactly which material. I cannot predict 100% which material you need to use, but at least I can serve the list of five proven materials that based on their past experience, the designer needs, right? So we are taking prediction to a next level wherein not only we can predict the user interactions and selections and entities while he's working, but we can also start predicting parameters that he needs to use or he should be at least aware of so that we reduce the number of iterations between design and simulation and manufacturing. So we are trying to get designers to design right the first time so that we reduce the number of iterations and thus speed up the overall product development lifecycle. That's actually very cool. It sounds like a great way to kind of capture the knowledge of previous designs and to integrate, reintegrate that without needing to train every designer and every engineer in the process. They don't need to look at every design because the computer is doing that for them. Yep, that's exactly where we are heading. That sounds to me like it would be a boon for sustainability as well because you can you can see this, you reduce the number of iterations, you're improving the design right off the bat with good practices that you've developed over time. Yep, that's exactly what we are enabling. And and the way we are enabling that is by using inbuilt machine learning or AI framework and infrastructure. What, what it means is that there are two ways in which we are speeding up the overall design processes here is by deploying the machine learning models with out-of-box NX, meaning that from a customer's perspective, they get a generic model and they can just leverage it, right? There is no pre-processing needed on their front. They can just install NX and for command prediction, for example, or for selection prediction, they can just leverage the out-of-box machine learning model. But once we get to parameter prediction or once we get to predicting certain engineering parameters based on the industry in which the user is using our software, we need a way in which uh, a given customer has to have a mechanism in place that allows them to say, well, I have this 10 proven designs or I have these hundreds of proven designs that I've been reusing for n number of years can you extract the knowledge from these 100 proven designs? And from that point onward, next time when my user is, is going to design something similar, can you guide him in making sure that he uses parameters that fall within a certain range? For those kind of use cases, we also have ways in which customers can leverage our framework and infrastructure to train their custom machine learning model, which is very specific to their workflows. And they have the ability now to extract the knowledge, learn from it, and deploy a custom machine learning model within their premises. So as you can see here, NX as a software supports both out-of-box machine learning model, which are pretty generic, like selection prediction, command prediction. But then we also support ways in which customer can leverage their existing data to train a custom machine learning model, which can speed up their overall processes. And this custom machine learning model can remain within their, their premises. I see. So 
we've been talking about having basically expert users and just users in general training the the software as it goes. But you're saying that there's also a way to just kind of front load the training. If you have a lot of good existing designs, you can take a lot of that information that you already would have stored and just put it directly into NX before you even put it in the hands of your designers. That's correct. So when it comes to NX, the example that we covered earlier, expert user versus a new user was more from like uh, using NX perspective. How can I reduce the the learning curve that a new user needs to go through when he is using NX for the first time, for example? So in those cases, well, if he has a out-of-box machine learning model, or if he has a model that was developed using uh, expert users' interactions, he can just speed up the, the overall processes while he's using using the NX. But then the second example that you just mentioned is, yes, not only from a, a NX usage perspective, we can speed up how, how a given user is using NX, but leveraging their existing data to train a custom machine learning model around a specific process is huge, right? Because now you don't have to ask a user to look up a best practice or or look up uh, as to how to create so-and-so part or how to create so-and-so design. Um, if they have proven designs within within their premises, they can leverage our machine learning framework and infrastructure to train custom machine learning model and, and deploy those in their production environment. Sounds like we've covered quite a bit of what NX is doing with AI right now, but can is there anything you're looking forward to, like are planning to do with AI in the future involving NX? There are definitely a couple of key areas. One is um, uh, going back to the smart human-computer interactions. Nowadays, if you look at the hardware that we are getting and with people working from home, almost uh, all of our laptops do come with inbuilt cameras, right? So we are looking into some advanced uh, gestures, uh, how uh, users can use the gestures either either the hand gestures or or the the face gestures to to speed up the design process so that's one area where we are looking into as to rather than investing in hardware like space ball and other things can i just use my hand to drive like for example i want to rotate my design about an axis can i just uh, you know perform that gesture in front of the camera and say okay can you rotate this and an x design should react to that gesture. So, so that's one area where, where we are looking into. It sounds like that would integrate well with what you were talking about with VR and AR, since that's very gesture-based as well. Exactly, exactly. Going into the, the next area, we talked about workflows, but how can we, we leverage the machine learning to speed up, uh, not only from a command prediction perspective, but like, uh, for example, if we detect a pattern and we know the context in which uh, the user is using NX, uh, can I help the user drive the entire workflow? Like, for example, if I'm working against a sheet metal part and NX detects that well, traditionally, this user always creates a mid-surface for a sheet metal part. If uh, from a collaboration perspective, if that sheet metal design goes to a user who might have not, who is not aware of the best practices, we can prompt to the user saying, for example, do you want me to create a mid-surface? And the user says, oh, yes, thanks for reminding me. Go ahead and create a mid-surface for me, right? So that's where the, the robotic process automation or workflow prediction will come in handy. So not only we are predicting commands and selecting entities and other things uh, and predicting parameters, but we would like to get to a stage where we can predict the entire task and we should be able to automate some of those uh, those workflows uh, or at least start guiding designer in in triggering the appropriate workflow at at a right time right so the moment we detect a pattern 
the moment we detect a state in which his design is, we can say, well, I think you have reached to a point where you should assign a material or you should assign, uh, you should create a mid surface or you should calculate the weight, you know. We are trying to see, okay, how can we detect this pattern and predict things or predict workflows so that he, the user can say, okay, yep, I like what NX you are predicting. Go ahead and execute that workflow for me. That really sounds like it would be a huge asset for design companies. It almost sounds like you're having the, the expert knowledge and the workflow and the, or like the correct workflow moving with the design as it goes from person to person as opposed to relying on each individual person's knowledge to correctly design something, to do all the right steps at every at any given time. Exactly. So it's not only going to complement our help documentation, but each customer, each organization that I normally work with, they have their own best practices document. And traditionally, they have asked the user, well, if you're working against the sheet metal design, make sure you read this document and you know understand how we, we ask our users to create the mirror surfaces, for example, or organize the entities in your design so that downstream processes don't break. But rather than asking the users to read a document or follow certain steps, you know, I think we, we are trying to reach to a point where we detect a state in which his design is and we can prompt him with a question saying, do you want me to create a mid surface? And if he says yes, uh, we can just execute a sequence of command or guide him in, in creating a mid surface, right? So what we are proposing here is or working on is coming up with a framework that will help the user speed up um, his overall design process with recommended best practices. It sounds like you're not only speeding up the the best practices and the workflow and everything, but it's it's a way to kind of cut out the bureaucracy or the busy work or the just dealing with doing, making sure that everything follows a, a strict style guide for inst- kind of implementation and letting the designers really get down to the the design work. And instead of having to constantly to organize lists or to make sure that everything is exactly the way it's documented, it has to be. Is there anything else you've been working on recently that we didn't talk about in relation to AI or even outside the company? Personally, I keep an eye on on how other industries outside of PLM domain are taking advantage of machine learning, right? Means uh, we are all getting used to smartphones, streaming devices, uh, and and these devices uh, intelligently configure themselves based on the resources that we have. And when I say resources, the the internet bandwidth, for example, or, or you might be in a a location where you know you can't use voice but still it it predicts things and it prompts things and other things right so we are closely keeping an eye on how machine learning uh, as a subset of artificial intelligence is getting leveraged in in number of uh, domains outside of PLM and we are trying to see how we can apply some of those uh, techniques inside of our our domain as well to to you know speed up the the overall product development process and not not only nx you know in the end we are trying to apply machine learning techniques to a variety of design sources. And NX itself is one design source, but then what gets loaded in NX um, can come from different systems. So how can we apply 
machine learning techniques to a variety of design sources to solve engineering problems under a variety of contexts because the models that we come up with needs to be smart enough to adapt itself to an industry, adapt itself to the to the user's skill set or adapt itself to the context in which it's getting called. And, and for us to do that, you know, we are putting some smarts in NX so that the, the NX is, um, you know, le- NX can start leveraging advanced machine learning techniques to, to make, make the designer happy or, or to speed up the overall processes. That's very interesting to hear how you're just pulling stuff in from everywhere to make not only NX better, but like the entire design experience. I think that would be a good place for us to stop. Once again, I have been your host. Spencer Kane, and I would like to thank Shirish More for joining me here. Thank you, Spencer. This has been the AI Spectrum Podcast. Mm-hmm.